We'll show him Chinese boxing. Yeah. Chinese boxing. Yeah. Episode 54. Four. Four. I am Dan Destroyer. And Chris Crude. He's still Chris Crude. And I only have one question for you. Not really a question, but like I've looked, I've looked through like comic books and different things, uh, movies okay. throughout my life. And I don't think we've ever truly been explained properly why Popeye needs an eye patch because his eye popped out it's in his name and it could be Popeye but did they ever really delve into the backstory? I'm assuming it was a naval accident naval okay so why doesn't he wear a patch on his belly button then but I'm bum I think you hit the floor and your doorbell just went off a little bit um, <laughs> Actually, he doesn't really wear an eye patch, does he? He just he just squints. squints. He just squints all the time, like he's forever got uh, the eye, like the sun in one eye. And I don't know. Did they really do a lot of Popeye comic books? I can't say I really have run across a lot of them. No, in my time. No. There's a cartoon, and I think maybe way back in the day, I could be completely wrong about this. He was probably uh, in the newsies, in the papers. The, you mean the comic section of the newspaper? Yes. Or like old timey newsies and on the street corner. Five cents! Five cents! Get your newspaper here! Both. Alright, that reminds me. <laughs> you just gave me a flashback to that classic, classic movie, Johnny Dangerously. You got, you got We're that. Talking about. Oh, because of the newsies. The newsies. Right. You, got the, you got the little kid on the newspaper. The guy that sells the newspaper stand, they throw the newspapers at him, hits him in the head. Oh, I'm blind. Next day, they throw the newspapers at him, hits him in the head. I can see. I can't oh, smell I... anything. They throw the newspaper. <laughs> Next day, yeah. That's what Michael Keaton was still doing. Uh, that was pretty fresh out of his, him being a comedian, too, if I remember right. Oh, yeah, that was, that was 80s. Late, that was some of the 80s early. finest. Because I think it was that and then probably Mr. Mom afterwards, if I remember right. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't have Leonard Moulton's guide here to tell me otherwise. I could look it up, but why? It doesn't really matter that much at this point. You farkin' ice hole. Yeah. So. Summon a botch and looking up Michael Keaton. So, let's talk about All In. I haven't watched all of it yet. I've not been all in for All In. No? Ring of Honor. I watched the pre-show. 
Uh, fell asleep right towards the end for some reason. Oh, yeah, because it was like 3 in the morning. Uh, and I started watching a regular pay-per-view. <coughs> up till I'm at the women's Four Corners Tornado match. Yeah, it's about halfway through. Okay. So that's about that's as far as I've gotten. So, looks like Ring Around is really making a play. I mean, trying to get up there, I think trying to get in WWE's face anymore. But they're also getting a lot of talent. Well, technically it wasn't Ring of Honor. It was New Japan. There's people from Ring of Honor. There's people from, oh, Lucha. Yeah. Underground. There's people from, like, Impact. Yeah. There's people from, like, the new... So you don't think there's there's a new NWA. You know, it's respect. Yeah, fuck the police, whatever. No. Like the old NWA Wrestling League. Yes. The National Wrestling Association. So, yes, it just was not one company that put that on. They True. took talent from every... But it had more of a Ring of Honor feel end, to it. Every independent yeah. league put something together, like an all-star, like their own WrestleMania to compete with WWE. That's a smart move. Because I think a lot of people are getting a little bit, I guess, tired. Is the best way to put it on WWE well, a little bit? Now that they know they can fill a regular arena, they, yeah. they think they're going to do it more often. Be nice. Was it was fun to watch. Highlights for me. Yeah. Was that uh, the over budget tag team match? Yeah. Or tag team battle over budget battle, battle royal. royal. They had a lot of uh, classics in there. Hurricane, Bubba Ray Dun- or Bully, Bully Ray Dunn. Bully Ray, yeah. That was a good match. Billy, uh, Billy Gunn was in a, yeah. was with his son Austin Gunn. Yeah. They were both in it. Yeah. Yeah, I was pulling for the Briscoe. Got so close. They're technically heels now, but I still like them, so. But, uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, this is kind of jumping a little bit, but have you seen the announcements? The NWO is coming back. Doing some kind of tour. They're going to like do yeah. bookstores and re- like have some book. Or- Apparently they're going to wrestle. I don't, I'm assuming it's WWE. <coughs> I don't know. But I didn't hear that. I just heard they was getting together to. I don't think it's going to be, I mean, there's not going to be a lot of high flying, you know, kind of. I don't even know if Hogan can do his leg drop anymore. I mean, they all got DDP yoga. They can do mm-hmm. backflips. They can do moonsaults off the top rope now. They never could before, but they got DDP yoga now. They can. Well, I'm sure. Like I said, most of them, like Nash, I'm sure he can still pull off. You know, like their signature moves, like the jackknife, their finishers, like the jackknife powerbomb, uh, Outsider's Edge for Hall. I'm still like sure probably pull those off. Speaking of which, I think it was somewhere in that all in, but some tag team or some group of people did like rate the like the took it like a two man razor's edge. Yeah, where one of them like acted like they was gonna do it and threw the guy up in the air, and the other tag guy came in and slammed him down. Yeah, um, I, I forget damn, who it was, me but it's kind of it's kind of neat. I caught it. Yeah. <coughs> but yeah, um, NWO's been on, they've been on Instagram at least, 
just pumping that up that they're coming they're NWO's coming back and actually as a funny side note uh, about what was it about a week ago maybe two weeks ago I was in a Kroger store and there was a dude in there who had you can tell it was old old it was original must be in the beginning of the wolf pack he had a wolf pack NWO shirt on and uh, what did the back of it say it wasn't for life, but it was something else about bads returned and something else. I forget. I remember seeing it way back in the day, but I I chuckled. So an older guy too. So, but yeah, as I'm sitting here in my outsider shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com, you know, sponsor us, please. Yeah, they did. They they were part of the sponsor for that All In show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know, speaking of old guys, though, you know, I'm getting old myself. I start looking at the obituaries, you know. One thing that's really starting to bug me is, why does everybody die in alphabetical order? That's an old joke. That's almost a dad joke, I think. Yes. As I'm looking through my list of jokes, so I can throw one-liners in the entire podcast. Great. So yeah, at any rate, all in. Um, yeah, I had a friend. Hashtag any rate. Yeah, hashtag at any rate. I had a friend ask me about New Japan because he asked if I'd been watching it, and I told him really the only things I get to see are the uh, pay-per-views that uh, appear on the Plex network. Uh, TM trademark. Yeah. Ding. Because I still do not get uh, <coughs> AXS or what access, whatever it is there. Right, neither, neither do I. I mean, our cable bill is ungodly high. Yeah. And we still don't even get all the channels. Which reminds me, I just need to make a phone call and get things straightened around. So, moving forward from that, um, I'm sure I had some other wrestling news but I don't remember any of it now that was the big thing like I said I, I, I found it enjoyable hopefully they'll start doing more um, I got invited to go to a match up in outside of Cleveland I forget which association it was I'd run into uh, and I hope to have him on podcast at some point him and his partner uh, I don't think I've told this story yet I went in... Uh, Story time with Dan. Yep. Sit back, grab a cool, refreshing drink. Um, no, wife and, I, uh, wife and I went out to go get uh, Chinese at a place in uh, Finley. And I had on uh, my Russell Ohio shirt. Well, it's got the flag, um, Ohio flag on it. And I had my uh, collar and elbow hat on. And as soon as I walked in, dude's like, collar and elbow? I'm like, yeah. You know, because most people around here don't know what the hell that is. I mean... So him and I started talking, and I found out, yeah, he wrestles a lot of the independent circuit around here. Him and he's got a partner. Apparently, it's every so often they tag team, and they both work there. So I hope to eventually have them on, but uh, it was kind of interesting just talking to the guy. He had worked with um, Powerbomb at one point for a while, but he's uh, sounds like hitting more of like the uh, Cleveland and Columbus circuit now. I checked out his Facebook. He's, he goes to a lot of wrestling stuff and conventions, it looks like, too. So, that's what it was. I was supposed to go that weekend to the 
convention down in Columbus, outside of Columbus. But uh, I ended up giving uh, my tickets to uh, a friend of the podcast, Jeremy Schindorf. He was planning on going. He was the one who told me about it. So, because uh, I kind of figured out, because I thought there was going to be some wrestling, and it was a lot of the older. I think they called it uh, classics and legends wrestling. Right, kind of like a comic con, but only with uh, wrestling themed. Yeah, but no wrestling. I thought there was at least going to be a few exhibition matches. A lot of it was, and if I if if I lived closer, I would have still went. But it was a lot. It was a lot of they had an exhibition of like all the old wrestling games on all the old platforms. Right. Uh, they had those all set up. Um, a lot of it looked like going and paying money to get autographs. Which I don't, I don't have a problem with, but I'm like, I don't have the money for that right now. So, so I, I gave, I had two tickets. I gave them to Jeremy, and he had a hell of a time. Got to meet uh, Jimmy Hart. Took some pictures with him, holding, a, holding Jimmy's megaphone as well. <laughs> He's got some good stories about that. So, so yeah, that's what I ended up doing instead. But, so yeah, I hope, hope eventually get some more uh, people that have wrestling or had wrestled at least at some point besides uh, Taco from uh, Cancelled Out I'd still like to get him back on every so often just to talk about wrestling but <coughs> yeah we've pretty much ran through all the people we know in music and now we've got to diversify yeah know a few more people got lined up to come in it's just kind of getting everything straightened out with them getting in here and especially since we haven't been doing this every weekend before and I'm not on top of things as much as I was before it's my fault well job got shame job got in the way of that shame working midnights so which I am not doing anymore I got let go that was interesting But it's kind of okay with me. So problem is, is now, yeah, I gotta now find another job and something with insurance. So I'll get there. It just, but in the meantime, back to working on the podcast and the band. I'm looking for a job. So uh, yeah, you've had. Uh, quite I miss. A- I miss getting together with my. Sacred Cows Boys. Yeah. Which reminds me, while we're talking about things, I will give a shout out. Oh, let's see. (coughs) September 28th. Yeah, little show going on September 28th in Bowling Green. Yeah, that's good. Got, got action pants, universal wavelength. Yeah. Really good three-man deadbeat moms. Uh, just shy of. Yeah. From the Punk Off podcast. Yep. And uh, three-quarter tank. Yeah. Fellow identity theft record bandmates. Yes, that's true. Uh, soon to have a uh, split coming out with them. So, yeah, I, I was personally responsible for getting three quarter tank on the bill, and also because of the 
good words I put in about just shy of knowing those guys and then actually seeing them at uh at Fort Esther Art House up in Toledo. Yeah. Rest of the guys in the band got to see him and say, hey, we should do a show with them, and here we are. Ta-da. Yeah, that's a good bill. But, yep, September, did I say 21st? It's 28th. I was going to say. September 28th. Howard's Club Age Bowling Green. So, yeah, mark your calendars. Ding. And if Andrew's listening, he's sitting there going, Wish you turn that shit off. <laughs> uh, so something else I've gotten into lately. Speaking of old wrestling games, is uh, a little bit of retro gaming. <coughs> something I kind of fell into. Uh, I'd been looking at. I'm not sure if you've. Noticed, well, I'm sure you remember this. A little while back. Nintendo did a huge thing where they re-released the original Nintendo and the Super Nintendo into tiny consoles, and you could play the original games. Stored like 60 games on it or something like that. And you're supposed to be able to play, I think, licensed games on our 12. If you still got the old games, you can still plug the card in. So, which got me to look around, because I thought about getting one of those, because it sounded kind of like fun. And I discovered them, and I knew about these things existed before, but the multi-cart platforms that are out there... Usually if you go into like independent gaming stores, they'll have those in there. Uh, I don't think GameStop or any of those places carry that stuff too much anymore. They did for a while. but So basically, yeah, and I, I bought myself one from a local. I bought the uh, Retron 5, which I can play original Nintendo games, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, and Famicom, which was a Japanese platform. You say, what, what's it called? A Retcon 5? Retron 5. Retron 5. That sounds like a character from uh, a Futurama episode. Well, there's there's several different ones out there. And I went on YouTube and see which ones kind of got the best reviews. This one was a little more, not it was originally 10 to spend, but it's a little more reliable. And if you shove an SD card in it, you can save. Like on some games... Where you had before had to play through basically if you had six to eight hours to waste and play through the whole thing. Yeah, them old games didn't really have no they didn't. save points. No, later like once the Genesis came around, it would give you codes that you had to write down, and you could plug in the code and go back. But yeah, a lot of those earlier ones. Funny story when I had a Super Nintendo back in the early '90s, I was in between jobs, being one of them typical dorks living in mom's basement for a few months. And they, they, I forget, I forget what game it was, but they had like this elaborate system codes where you had like 30 different letters or, and like rune symbols and things yeah. like that. And if you put in like this whole long paragraph for these different symbols that would give you, it would take you to a spot like your last, yeah, like the last level you went in on. Yeah. And my mom was in the basement cleaning it one day. She saw my notebook with all these codes in it and thought I was performing satanic spells or something because they had all these letters and symbols. And She grilled me. She thought I was seriously like doing some black magic by the fireplace in her basement or something. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, when America used to worry about all the teenagers being in cults and being Satanists. Now they, now they just have rainbow parties. I mean, you know, that's what's... Yeah. Yeah, everything evolves, is, I guess is what I'm saying. Yes. So yeah, I've been playing a few games of that. Some some games don't translate as well, but uh, there was one game, uh, Road Rash Three. I've been playing again. The graphics aren't great, but it's still pretty fun to play. Uh, bought a couple others. Uh, let's see what else I get. About seven twenty. That's another game that doesn't really translate as well either. Pitfall. Oh, good. That's actually yeah, hard. Well, they Pitfall. did. They did, I think they did do that on Nintendo at some point. Yeah, well, I know they had it on Atari and television, and then Sega came out with like a Pitfall 3D game. Yeah, I think, because I remember seeing, while I was looking around at the game store, I'll go and give them plug, level up, and Faustoria. I think they had a a Super Nintendo, I think did a version of Pitfall, I think it was Super Pitfall. I don't remember if there were numbers after it or not, but. So, yeah, I've been kind of looking here and there. I haven't gotten too nuts about it. Uh, one of the other games I've kind of been looking for is actually The Punisher. It's a really weird side-scrolling shooting game. It's like Duck Hunt, but with more movement and a dog you don't want to shoot. There's no dog that you want to shoot for because it's mocking you. Yeah, I've played around a little bit, like uh, setting up a computer with uh, game emulators and playing old video games. I thought it might even be fun to, you know, like all, like, you go to, like, any arcade now has, like, 20 games in one box you can choose, and that's all there is. It's like a regular home-built computer with different programs on it, so you can play each of those classic games, and it's not expensive to get, like, a regular arcade like a, a box. Yeah. Put a TV in in there and a computer on the inside and wire everything together. Yeah. But then you have to worry about people, you know, killing it. And you always have to replace joysticks, replace buttons. Yeah. And there's kits out there, you know. It's by 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 itself. The cost isn't great for any of those things, but you put it all together, yeah. and it's like a pretty good initial cost, and then all you have is upkeep after that, yeah. maintenance. Then you get that crusty guy that's played the same game for six hours, It's has a cigarette on the side of the yeah. thing, and burns a, burns a little cigarette <laughs> mark in the side of your game. and Yeah. Back in the old school days. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I got. A skater Die, I picked that up. Another one did not translate as well. And I watched a thing on YouTube, because since I was kind of researching some of this stuff again, they talked about why they thought like skateboarding games have died completely now, because there's pretty much nobody's really doing much of anything anymore. And a lot of it kind of seems to go towards Tony Hawk games, Cause I, don't I used to love those. Well, that's they said. That was a lot of people's favorite. But then after a while, and I remember this, they came up with a one where you had to buy a controller with the game because basically you stood on a 
was like a piece of plastic that looked like a skateboard. They said that was kind of the initial downfall of a lot of those games. So, yeah, I always cheated at that game and put in the code so you so you never lost balance when you're grinding on something, and then you just go. Like there were times of going through entire levels, never touching, never touching the street, just finding, yeah, jumping from one thing to another to grind on and doing. So I'm trying to think of the game Skate because I played that one too. I think the company that originally did it went out of business. So I think somebody's hoping somebody else will pick that up at some point. But I don't know. That's kind of interesting. Because I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I don't know. Because the, the last version even I played of Tony Hawk before the... Uh, I don't know if it was before or after the controller. And I don't remember which one it was. Was it Underground? I don't know. One of the last Tony Hawk games I played... I wasn't too impressed with. I don't know. It was. It's like they made some parts a little harder than it needed to be, and just I don't know. Well, I was thinking. Well, the classic games like had good uh, punk rock and like rock songs, like you know the soundtrack to the albums, and it would be kind of hard to do that today with all the expense of giving people like paying royalties to all the band, and that's another reason why. I don't think uh, they put like the classic TV show WKRP in Cincinnati like never released it on DVD or Blu-ray because having to pay like royalties on every single song of the day that was on back there is just true too much yeah that was true the first two Tony Hawk had really good soundtrack on it you had Dead Kennedys and yeah it was good but yeah, I don't know. I guess moving on, because I don't really have much else to add to that. Uh, I'm trying to think what movies I've seen recently. Uh, man. <coughs> this is terrible. I don't not know. the... Not the... New Deadpool or oh. New Avengers or... I did see Deadpool 2. It was pretty good. Yeah, I've got the, uh, I've got the extended cut with all the edited cut out, with all the yeah, edited scenes. I went ahead and bought it because for some reason I thought I had the first one, and I don't. I've seen the first one. I think I must be probably because of the Plex Network. I think that's why I saw the first first one. Spoiled you? Yeah. So I bought the second. One. It's pretty good. Um, I do find it hilarious, and I guess spoilers if you haven't seen it at this point. I do find it hilarious that he got the the whole team together and the whole team dies <laughs> and the Vanisher. Like somebody else kind of spoiled this for me on a podcast, but yeah, the, yeah. Spoiler alert! Yeah, the Vanisher is Brad Pitt, but you don't see Brad Pitt until he dies. <laughs> one second. Yeah, got one second of movie time. <laughs> so that was pretty good. So yeah, I, I think a podcast would ruin that for me, but but yeah, it was that was pretty good. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. The Avengers. <coughs> I've not in a, been in a big hurry to see the last one. Um, I couldn't make it all the way through the one before that. The shit. What the hell one was that? Ultron. Yes, Age of Ultron. 
I couldn't. I owned it, and I couldn't make it all the way through. I've tried watching it several times, and I just, I don't know. Well, there was almost too much stuff packed into this one because they opened it up to, uh, like, the entire Marvel Universe. So you had, you yeah. know, your regular Avengers, and you had Black Panther, and then you had, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then you had... Ant-Man. Well, wasn't really... That's why I heard he was just quick... One of the one of the characters was in it or something. Spider Man. And I do know Spider Man dies in that. So spoilers. Yeah. Well, I said spoilers before, so we're gonna ruin movies for you, I guess, if you haven't seen them. That would be a fun topic of a podcast, like give away like spoilers to all these different movies. <sighs> you know, of course, it's classic ones. You know, you, not stuff that's out in theaters yeah. currently, but. To give away the plot lines and the I have thought of, and you and I have actually movies. I have you and I have actually talked about this off mic before. I've actually thought about it, and maybe this is something we can look into if we ever get a better studio than this, because this is not real camera friendly. But uh, could be, yeah, I guess it could. But uh, do something uh, kind of similar to uh, MST3K. We're oh. called Punk Off Podcast Watches or Spoils. We could call it Spoils. And we just watch different stuff like either movies, terrible music videos, or wrestling matches. And we just do commentary like you and me and we'll invite a guest. And we'll just set up a camera that's got like a shot of the three of us watching it like in the corner. So the thing is, we're going to probably run into some legal issues with some of that stuff, unless it's older stuff that's considered public domain at this point. But I wouldn't mind trying to do something like that on YouTube. So, And uh, I figured uh, if we could probably get enlist the uh, help of uh, Matt Ehrman, maybe to do editing on that. But we'll have to have a little bit of a budget for that. Oh, no. I, I can do a small time. Okay. No problem. So maybe look for that in the future. Punk Off Podcast Spoils on YouTube. <laughs> it's like an idea. A, sp- like a dead fish. Mm. <laughs> uh, so let's, just, let's see. What else have... Uh, let's see. You covered shows. Um, what else did I... I know I wanted to cover some more stuff about wrestling. I'm trying to think what it was. This is terrible. Um, yeah, wow. I know I'm behind on a lot of my wrestling podcasts. Like Raven, I'm way behind on his. I haven't listened to Steve Austin's in a long time, or Jericho's. Uh, neither have I since I, you know, since I stopped having a job. I pretty much just, uh, sitting a lazy boy all day long watching TV and drinking beer. That, that was my summer. Yeah. Yeah. Play music occasionally once a week or so. Yeah. Play some drums, but I even took time out for a lot of that due to medical issues and went to five different doctors, had five different kinds of specialized tests done, all the imaging, x-rays, MRIs, CAT scans, and really all it took was going to a proper... License. I, I mean, technically, technically, I do have some uh, bone spurs and a little arthritis in my 
in one of my wrists, you know, my main, yeah. my right hand for that I do most of my work with, like hi hats and symbols and. But that wasn't the cause of the problem. The cause of the problem was being too damn old to be playing this heavy and this fast and this hard. And I just needed a couple sessions with a good uh, licensed mas massage therapist. And I went to one of those and a couple of times I was bruised all over, like just black yeah. and blue just from just from getting therapy done. But once that cleaned up, I've been fine, feel better than I have in a long time. That's why I go to even with all the other yeah, even with all the other goofy stuff going on. That's what I had to do for my leg because my leg got injured at the same time my elbow did when I fractured that. I did not realize well because you know I was in such pain for my elbow. I did not realize I did something to my leg the same time I screwed up my elbow. And I noticed there had been some swelling, but I didn't think much about it. And I've got a really, really old injury from when my boss ran over my foot with a forklift when I was 21. So I thought it was related to that at first. And that oh, probably you didn't sue. help. You should sue. That's been too many years ago. So, But uh, long story short, Workman's Cop was not going to cover my leg. Because they claimed that since I didn't, since I didn't fall down, I'm like, oh, my arm, oh, my foot, at the exact same time, they weren't covering it. So, yeah, I went to... <laughs> my shoes! <laughs> so, yeah, I went to my uh, massage therapist, and she's got it. It's it's still a little bit off, but it's nowhere near as bad as what it was. So, And I still ice it occasionally if it starts. You can still kind of see it a little bit where it's kind of fucked up a little bit here but it's way better than what it was and it doesn't hurt and it doesn't immediately swell up if I've been walking around for like six hours so yeah shouts out to massage therapists out there so yeah I don't know there's there's something to it like I said when my wife first started because I went originally for my back and like the first time my wife talked me into kind of going, I was like, I was like, well, I'll I'll try it because nothing else was working, and I really didn't want to go to a doctor and have them just start giving me pills and crap for it. So I went, and yeah, it fucking, it was like a night and day difference. So, so yeah, anytime I start having trouble with my back or anything, that's massage therapist, and it's way cheaper than going through the usual medical system. So, that's my two cents on that. Two cents? Yep, two cents. There's one right there, and there's a quarter there, so there you got some change. <laughs> a little bit more, we could make that 50 cent. 50 cent? 50. Conway 50? Conway 50. So, um, I'm trying to think. You know, now we're back into music. Yeah. ZZ Top sang that one song about every girl's crazy about a sharp-dressed man. Yeah. You know what they're not crazy about? A poorly-dressed man? Gross long beards. Oh. Is that off here? Your... <laughs> he literally does have his phone sitting out, and it's on. With the... I can tell there's something up on it. And yes, he's apparently just waiting for... 
for an opportunity. Well, we could go back to news, you know. In England, a woman was arrested for throwing a birthday party for a 16-year-old son that involved marijuana, alcohol, and strippers. Now she's got an even bigger problem. What are you going to do for a 17th birthday? Da-dum-bum. Wow. So, uh, yeah, this is what we're reduced to. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, this just threw me completely off. Uh, let's see, wrestling. I'm trying to think what else. I'll just keep trying to go back to wrestling. Um, buh, 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 buh. Yeah, Paige. Let's see, I think I talked about this before. Paige is manager of Raw. I, I don't know, man. I hate to be one of these people, but since she did like the lip thing I don't know just the lip thing what wrapped around two guys cocks in a video that was well, plastered that, online I didn't mind that as much um <laughs> what up wasn't yours was it no oh okay <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> um but now she got the uh, collagen injection <coughs> and man that's just distracting I don't know I just never... Probably wouldn't be so distracting without the bright red lipstick. Maybe, but I don't know. It's just... Looks like a Rolling Stones album cover. Yeah, sort of. But, uh... Speaking of which, the, uh... The School of Rock up in Toledo where other Mm. band Action Pants has our studio and does our practices... The owner in the, in the men's bathroom, like the urinal, the stand-up pisser, yeah. is like the Rolling Stone lips. Yeah, I think somebody told me that. I don't know if it was you. It might have been you. Yeah, I think I might have shown some pictures yeah. before, but but that's in private, you know. But this is yeah. on air for the public consumption of our loyal and legion of followers. Yes. All five of them. So, that reminds me... Uh, Crazy Mary, who's going by a different name now in the WWE, she's part of the the three man, a three three woman team of uh, oh man, I shouldn't even brought it up because now I can't remember everybody's name. Right, Squad. Yes, thank you. So yeah, they've been making a name for themselves. I really do need to start watching WWE more, but I don't know. I've tried, but it, I don't know. Then I just I find it's funny they go with the formula of three for. Like teams now and crews, but I think factions. Yes, for factions. All the factions. Thank you. Back together. Thank you. That's much better. But I know the reason for that is because they're afraid of a whole NWO thing happening again. Which understandable, because yeah, it kind of got out of hand after a while with the whole NWO. I think we've probably talked about this theory before, but. But yeah, that's kind of what ruined the NWOs after a while. Just about everybody and their brother was in it, and then they f- split off into two with the Wolf Pack, and then blame the Freebirds, Hogan's Heroes, Freebirds. Speaking of which, I saw one of them. <laughs> oh God, I don't remember which one was wrestling with somebody in an independent circuit not too long ago. Oh man, this is terrible. I need to start. Was it the Geriatric Independent League? Might have been. Um, no, what the... Oh man, this is terrible. Yeah, it was an independent league, but I don't remember. 
and they hyped it up. But uh, also, did you see the world's awesome, world's best slash worst promo that I had put up online with the guy's name was Jimmy Farmer, if I remember right. Did you see that? Apparently uh, not. I don't remember. If you, you'd remember it. It was awesomely terrible. You'll see if you can get it on your phone, uh, on YouTube. Uh, guy's name was Jimmy Farmer, but... What? Man, I can't even remember. Was it the NWA? Or was it the... Uh, oh, man. The one they based the Southpaw Regional... The... Uh, Smoky Mountain, the Smoky Mountain. Right, uh, right. I think he was a part of that. But yeah, they go to cut a promo with this guy, and the announcer, you know, went to throw it over to him, and he goes, "Yep, yep, yep," and he starts babbling, and it's just barely incoherent. It's really terrible. But I, I, I watched a whole bunch. It doesn't help. I watched a whole bunch of things about promos on YouTube because there's a bunch of people that you know have. A lot of free time, and then do do compilations of shit. So, it is, promos are kind of a lost art now. Since, well, on the WWE, I guess it's because they talked about <coughs> also how terrible Roman Reigns is at it. Right. Instead, he's gotten a little better, but he's still really bad. About, and it 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 is that's. Like I really, I, I don't, I don't have anything against Roman Reigns. He was a part of one of my favorite factions, the Shield, which has gotten back together. But I don't think they're really together now as much. I don't know. I haven't been following. Yeah, like I said, I haven't been following WWE as much. I know they got together for a short amount of time. I think that's kind of gone back by the wayside again. They, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's in the script. Okay. Because they're they're back together, but. You know the, they've got a heel manager that uh, on Raw that's trying to keep them split up. So they keep finding excuses for him to. Who's managing on Raw now? Oh, boring Baron Corbin. Oh, okay, boring Baron Corbin. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he wears the vest, and people says he looks like he works for Applebee's. Okay, but uh, he needs more flair. That's the woo. That's the <coughs> storyline going okay. right now. He's trying to keep them from doing anything, so he keeps throwing them out of the arena. Oh, we're gonna arrest you! Have the cops take him to jail. Okay. And, yeah, you know it's been like that for three, four different weeks, and they start like popping up one at a time. And I, I thought I said the shield wasn't allowed to be here. It's like there's not three of us. We're not wearing the ring gear. You know, it's just me. Okay. Put me in, put me in, coach. You know, and yeah. All right. They're 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 playing around with stories is really what they're doing right okay. now. Trying to get uh, not giving Dean Ambrose a full workload since he just came back from it being injured for like eight months or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. Tearing right. tearing him up, tearing his biceps or whatever he's doing, and he came back. Looks like he's been doing nothing but lifting weights the whole time. Really? He's got got a new new haircut and about twenty pounds of muscle on him. He looks totally different. Huh. He looks more like a badass 
Not a, not a crazy ass, but more like a bad yeah, ass. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But yeah, because uh, yeah, the thing I was watching, they talked about how since Roman Reigns is you know related to The Rock, they thought you know he'd be able to really you know work the mic and do promos, and yeah, he's just that's not there for him. It's, he's got the look down, but he doesn't. He's not good on the mic, and that's oh. what they said. Even I'm related to the guy that's like number one construction company in Northwest Ohio. Doesn't mean I can build a house. This is true. <coughs> but yeah, so they're talking about that, and that's what they said. You know, Hogan, Macho Man, they were, in, but they said Ultimate Warriors should have never have worked, but it just did, just because of the sheer intensity of, and it just it making no sense most cocaine. of the time. Yeah, that yeah, cocaine was definitely a factor for a lot of that, especially I know Macho Man, well, and Hogan's, as far as that goes. Yeah, you. Oh, uh, speak. Did you see the match in the All In where they had? Uh... What was it? It was like Jay Lethal and he was uh, Black Machismo. No. He actually actually comes in with uh, Lanny Papo almost like gave the rights to all of Macho Man's gimmick. Really? To this dude. And like half the match he was channeling Macho Man then he'd get hit in the head or something and go back to a regular wrestler and then something would happen and go back into Macho mode and he's like Stealing, like, no, I, I miss that. Or like, I haven't seen ste- it yet. Ste- stealing his gimmick, his his robes, his moves, his moves, like. But he was there. He went to the ring, like like Lanny Poffo was his manager for that. Huh. So he must not have got to that part yet. So no, must not have. Left look, 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 look something to look more into. Yeah. Jay Lethal's kind of done that, though, throughout his career. Not always Macho Man, because there for a while that he did the, uh, when he was in, what was it, M- Impact at one point. He was doing Ric Flair, at Ric Flair also at one point. That's funny. It was kind of, kind of amusing. So, uh, let's see, what else on my wrestling? I guess that's it. I know I'm, no, I'm forgetting a bunch of stuff, but... So, yeah, I guess that's... Yeah, well, on that note, I got a question. Okay. Yes, feel free to contribute whatever. If tampons are called sanitary oh, napkins... Jesus, I walked right into that. How unsanitary are regular napkins? Just a, just a thought. Da-dum-dumps. Great, we're gonna... Next, next joke, next song. Next song. So, uh, I guess on a side note, since you said song. Um, Talk about school. Yeah, I once missed oh. a day of cosmetology school. Later, I had to take a makeup class. I'm going to have to bring in something that can do a rim shot for you every time. You... Um, I discovered there used to be, well, it's still around, thankfully. This is what I discovered. Because um, as, as you know, since you're my tech guy... My computer took a shit. Again? No, the one the one I gave you. Not my new one's fine. That's why I forgot to bring those over here. I totally forgot. But uh I can uh you can follow me to my house after this, the okay. other place and I can give you all your all right. goods. But uh one of my favorite punk bands, Resist, 
Uh, Josh Tragedy usually, whenever my computer takes a dump, usually gives me the files he <coughs> for assist. And I, this time around, I was like, I like this band so much, why don't I just go buy the fucking CD? Add to my collection. It's their discography. So got online and hopped around, and since it's uh, not a major label, it's a little harder to find. But it's Profane Existence. Profane Existence does a lot of uh, any government punk bands kind of stuff. Right. They got a lot of stuff. So I was happy to see they have their own website. They're still around, and they do not charge hardly anything for you to buy their stuff. I mean, CDs are still five, six bucks. Uh, like records are like eight, nine for a lot of them. Speaking of records, we mentioned it in passing earlier. Yes. Sacred Cows, three quarter tank, split, seven inch. Should be available soon. Soon, hopefully. I know, uh, I, I got to listen to the test pressings, uh, Sunday. So it's pretty good. There was one point on it, we'll talk about it off mic because I don't want anybody to get excited about something that's not. But there's there's one little bit that's missing, and Josh and I have talked about it, and it's not worth having them redo it. Yeah, fuck it. We'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and talk about it. On the last song for the Sacred Cows, there's a little bit at the end after the song is finished. Uh, Mr. Crude, go over here. You can hear at the overhead mics goes, "That's a wrap." That got cut off. <coughs> So, I'm a drummer. I'm not used to having my vocals on anything anyway, well, so I can live with it. That was kind of the big thing, as we were like, we found it very amusing, but was it enough to have the company that's doing the vinyl go back through, redo, you know, because they got to do molds for that shit and everything, and it's going to put us way behind if we have them just add that bit on. So, Josh and I did decide later down the road... That song will be on another EP as probably a bonus track. Or when we do, if we do, probably eventually, a discography of a bunch of our stuff, that will be added on. So there's something to look forward to down the road. But still, 7-inch, real good. Sounds great. I mean, it sounds awesome. for Yeah? Yeah. I mean, for what we're working with and the way we do everything in the studio, both... Uh, us and three-quarter tank. Sounds really good. So. You've got mail. So, yeah. That'll be coming out. i kind of seen uh, the rough covers, what it looks like. Looks good. So, uh, keep an eye on uh, Identity Theft Records or on... Uh, Sacred Cows Facebook page, and uh, when those come out, we'll be announcing it on there on either Identity Theft or, well, it'll be on both Sacred Cows and Identity Theft. So, and uh, with this one, when we get this one down, uh, I know there'll be some more seven inches down the road. We'll be doing some splits with a couple other bands. I don't want to announce who yet, but I'm glad we got to do it with Three Quarter Tank. They're kind of a uh, I wouldn't say legendary band in this area, but maybe infamous is a better, better. They're not famous. They're infamous. They're infamous. Infamous. That means like they're, he's so famous that in Mexico, so we go down with El Guapo. Yes. Do a short show. Yeah, see, I've watched Three Amigos recently, so. <laughs> 
Would you say there are a plethora of piñatas? The plethora. What is a plethora? So yeah, that I'll be looking forward to. So and uh, we are working on some more material for Sacred Cows, and uh, hopefully with uh, Mr. Crude being back on the mend a little bit, uh, hopefully get some shows down the road. I will say, because uh, Josh and I discussed this, and actually we've all discussed this at one point or another, Sacred Cows aren't a band you're going to see like playing out every weekend, but we want to at least try and get to a point where we're playing at least maybe two or three shows a year, hopefully. So... Well, it's been a year since we had our I know, one it's, show. I know, I realized one, that the other day. I know. One show. Well, we had several things that happened. We were supposed to play another show. I got injured and we could not find a guitar soon enough. I think we caught, talked about that before. Um, pretty much uh, the idea is now, unless somebody comes out of the woodwork and can work with us well... Uh, I'll be doing guitar and vocals, so and I've been working on that. Uh, fortunately, since Skullduggery, I've kind of worked more that way anyhow, thinking that that might be the case, so so it will get a little bit easier. Um, yeah, I don't know. And as we've talked to, uh, Josh and I were talking about, we've kind of gotten, since Skullduggery was very much a, Actually, it was a project I just started myself and just started bringing people in. Because originally it was just going to be me. Then I brought Josh in, and then I brought you in. And uh, three of us work well together, so. A finely oiled machine. Well, just the parts work well together, I guess is the best way to put it. We all have a very similar sense of humor. So you're saying my parts fit into your parts? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But, uh. Uh, I gotta keep an eye on the time for uh, Mr. Crude over here but uh, we work well together we bounce ideas off of one another and we've never been flat out being like most of the time we'll be like if someone comes up with an idea I'm like well we'll try it out we'll see if it works and if it does we record it keep it if it doesn't I'm like meh we'll go back and uh, Mr. Crude finally got his way on one song that was actually supposed to be on the seven inch, but nobody was truly happy with the way it came out in the end. Uh, I'll go ahead and talk about it a little bit. Something else to look forward to because it's still in the works. Uh, Sam Potts, another friend of the podcast from the Old Breed, we did a cover of his old band CO Ones, Riot in a Glass City, but we changed the lyrics up a little bit. And that's the part I'll leave as mystery. But uh, we did a version. Chris was not happy with his drumming from the start. He was always asking us, can I redo the drums? And we were like, no, just... So when we finally got done, just it didn't... Nobody could ever really put their finger on it, but Chris never liked his drumming. And it... That's what it is. I, to- I-, I keep telling you, but I'm just a drummer. Nobody listens to me. <laughs> I think it was one of the songs we could power through and kind of make it up. And it just, even when the final mix... There was just different parts of it. Just it never quite synced up right. So we're completely redoing it. So Mr. Crude is going to do re- get to redo his drums on it. I've already come up with a completely Yay. different guitar part. We're going to bring Sam back in and redo the vocals. So 
So that there's something to look forward to. Josh and I actually worked out the riffs last Sunday for it. That was something him and I worked on. Uh, stumbled across a new riff that we're going to use probably as an intro. So we actually got some work done. So it was productive. So I think I guess I've babbled on long enough about nothing. It's like the uh, the Seinfelds of podcast. A lot of about nothing. Well, that's not true. We did talk about wrestling and retro gaming and and try not to have too much dead air on this one. Wow. And him, you read but, jokes. Well, <clears throat> you know they say pimping ain't easy, but what they don't tell you is it's much, much more difficult being the prostitute. Oh, I gotta quit setting you up for these. Although I don't really set you up, you just kind of like just hand fist it right in there as he's setting up another one. Hand fist, hand fist it. Yeah, hand fist it. Just you just kind of shove it in there and hope it fits. So, talk about fisting reminds me. Yeah, uh, it it does remind me. One one of the times when I was at the doctor's, uh, getting everything checked out, the doctor said I was I should probably like try and do more juicing in my diet. I don't really think he meant ham juice, though. Probably not. Good stuff. Uh, so, I had watched a documentary before called Life After Porn, which was actually kind of interesting in there. I They got part two out on Netflix. Now it's different people. So that was actually kind of interesting. It's kind of depressing, as you is, can is, kind of is, imagine. Is part two called Herpes and AIDS? No. No. But there is one dude who talks about how he got AIDS through just he's not sure if he got it through porn or just being sex on the outside but he's now an advocate for sorry to bring it down there a little bit but as he's looking for more jokes to go through for so yeah there's something else I've watched I know I've watched more I watched cock blockers most of it but I fell asleep through part of it so watched uh, John Cena and, and more acting. He's actually not a terrible actor. I mean, he, he's at least got a sense of humor about himself. Yes. Yes. So. Plays the meathead. Yes. A lot. He does that rather well. But best best part he ever did was the HBO special. Toured. Or. Tour to farm. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it right. Is, is about the uh, about the, yes, the bicycle the bicycle race where everybody's yes. doing steroids. Yes, and he's like a little hundred and five pound weak wimp. Yeah. One year, next year, he comes back. John Zena, and he's they all get in a big fight, and this he's got this naked dude. He's like like body saying this naked dude, and the guy's like junk is dangling right in his face. He's sitting there. Holding him up on camera with this yeah. big cock right in Zena's face. That was funny. <laughs> so, oh, I did watch uh, Mark Maron's newest special. I've always kind of liked Mark Maron, but as he's gotten older, he's gotten funnier as well. Have you seen, you follow him at all? Or? I listen to I've, podcasts. I've listened to some podcasts, and he had a TV show about his podcast. I watched a lot of those. I started to watch that. But uh, 
that might be something that needs to make its way onto the plex work. Yes. But uh, he was talking about seeing the Rolling Stones. He does a bit about seeing the Rolling Stones now. And about how he's afraid Mick's going to fall and break a hip because he still runs around on stage. You need to help me up. That's what he said. He goes, because he's just afraid Mick's going to fall the entire time. And he goes, and you know if that happens, there's a whole generation that's going to sit there and go, fuck, we're old. Basically, so. He's, you know, it's funnier when he does it. And he talks about, at the beginning, how he hates looking at his phone because of the Trump administration now. Because he's just like, he goes, That, oh. that, that would have been uh, a topic that would be right for us to squeeze. I just didn't want to bring it into anything today. I wanted, I wanted to keep punk off. Political free? Today. Yeah. Go ahead, because I, I post enough stuff on, on the uh, Punk Off Podcast Facebook page that... Well, the latest... Well, I don't know. I guess, I guess it's just funny because, like, the latest... Twitter droppings or whatever, being all defensive about how he dealt with the hurricanes and the disasters in Puerto Rico and not even really knowing that they're Americans yeah. or part of the I USA. Like, I like how he graded it himself, but go ahead. You know, he, he thinks he did a really excellent job. They only had, only 3,000 people died and they yeah. said, well, a lot of that was from old age from around that time. You know, you have a span of six months and you got people dying of natural cause, and and I'm like thinking, he's saying everybody's gonna be fine. Like half this country right now is in threats of Hurricane Florence. Yeah. Like all the Carolinas are getting hit right now, or yeah. preparing to, and he's using only three people died, only three thousand people died as a positive. I know. Like that's that's that's, that's just as many people that died on 9/11. Yeah. I know. Which we just passed, you know, that was... Yeah. I know. I heard him say that the other day, and I just kind of groaned. Especially when he started grading them. Uh, yeah, because I still think he gave Puerto Rico an A-. minus. I don't know. A-. minus. I, I must say, my favorite thing he's doing now is the double shake weight fist. And he's got that, that picture, like his mouth. It looks, it looks like he's trying, like, an... Trying to climb an invisible ledge or something, using his mouth to help hold on too, because he's like that. That picture's got shake weight hands and like his like the overbite, and just looks like he's trying to climb some <laughs> invisible ledge or something like that. But yeah, and actually, that was something Josh and I discussed. Is I I have quit trying to write. Well, there will be one, but it's not. There's one in the pipeline that will probably come about, but I've quit trying to write a lot of Trump lyric-based songs because there's so much that goes on that by the time we record it, people are going to be like, oh yeah, I guess that did happen because there's so much stuff. 15-minute attention spans and then like yeah. daily Twitter rants. Well, because at know, one point, I, I, here's a song. 30, 30 to 60 days later, by the time it actually makes... Yeah, a recording and out there, you know, that's uh, that's like a hundred news cycles, you know, or exactly because 
At one point, I'll go ahead and drop this here because we won't be doing it now. But at one point, I had started on a song and it was based off the exploited Sid Vicious is Innocent called Storming Daniels is Innocent. But by the time we record it and release it, that's so much old news that people are going to be like, meh. So, didn't bother. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit there and even though it's easy to bitch about the actual person or whatever, just the whole political system's messed up. Yeah, it is. You know, because everybody, right-wingers are bitching about some Russian, what's that, uh, investi- in, investigation and things like that. It's like, oh, it's been 18 months and they found nothing. And it's like, when the Democrats run, you know, they had like six years trying to figure out something about Clinton yeah. getting a blowjob. Bill Clinton. They had four years checking Benghazi, found nothing. They had yeah. all this shit, all these different investigations that came up with nothing. And they still won't let Hillary's email thing go. But they do like 18 months and already have like damn near 30, 30 charges filed and yeah. things found. You know, that's, that's, that's nothing. Yeah. I know, just you know, you, you gotta let it go. Yeah, and that's a lot of the problem right now is it's so much of an us versus them mentality that it's like watching college football, and it even reminded me of that one time. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't watch a lot of sports, but friends that do, and sometimes they go to their house, you know, have parties, watch yeah. games or whatever, and I remember. Long time, long time ago, there was this Ohio State Buckeyes football game where this one dude, this Ohio State Buckeye dude, got so mad he was in the bottom of the pile, the big tackle pile. And he's literally choking, like choking this dude, like because he was mad he yeah. lost his shit. You know, if you're an Ohio State Buckeye fan, you're like, oh, you know, that's, that's part of the game, you know, blah blah blah, you know, that's. Yeah. But the people that was for the other teams, like, oh, that's cheating, no fair, kick them out. And that's that's what politics are, you know. You, the, it is as, now, as, yeah. as long as the winning team is doing things, well, that's okay. But if the opposite team does something like that, oh, no fair, you know, that's you can't do that. Well, since you kind of brought that up, that was one of the biggest sticking points I had a problem with. Just hypo- hypocrisy. Yeah, and yeah, especially the whole Stormy Daniels thing. And I'm, I'm I trolled so many people, like on news radio, Facebook pages, and things like that, because they just they just hate her. They just call her this whore. She's the worst woman ever. She's not the one that broke the non-disclosure agreement. That was Trump's old city lawyers. Yeah, and they're calling her some kind of whore for doing. Like a tour and strip things and everything. It's like, it's, it takes two people to fuck. Yeah, I know. You know, if, if what and, about the person that's doing the fucking, you and, know? I, she, how, how is there no judgment for one person, but positive reviews and no judgment for the other? That was kind of my problem with that is, yeah, they called her out. I'm like, well, she wasn't the one that was married and just had a kid three to four weeks before. Raw dog and porn stars. And... I mean, when 
Clinton got exposed for giving a blowjob. They wanted the straight. He magnet. gave a blowjob. No, when he got a blowjob. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I didn't hear about that news. No, when he got a blowjob, they wanted to string him up for that. And now they're just like, oh well, we forgive him. That was before. That was. And that whole he's thing a that, took, that took over two years before they finally took it, where they started impeachment proceedings. Ow. Fucking Watergate took over two years before, you know, of yeah. investigation before they finally started doing anything. So, yeah, but, but, I don't know. But now we're doing things and we're actually finding. I know. Well, and, and, and to, now it's for the all, record, I will just say I'm, I'm not jumping on any bandwagon because I hate Trump. I never liked Trump. I never did. He's a car salesman. Yeah, he kind of really is. And uh, the, I hear people talk about, well, he's a successful businessman. And I'm like, not really. Have you really everything, bothered to Everything re- bankrupted. That, yes. That's the way this thing, you can, tax people can put this loss in one thing and you get. He put a casino in a major casino town and still managed to bankrupt it. I mean, I don't know. It's And we want this man running a country? I mean. I'm, and then keep out. Put a wall up. Keep out all the immigrants when that was half the people that was on his construction crew that he didn't pay. I know. I know. I just... It only... There's a lot of hypocrisy going on, and I know. Yeah. He talked about draining the swamp, and I don't know, man. It just seems like we're mired in more shit than ever. <laughs> well... Well, that's another thing I've been trolling people with, because... <laughs> because, like, uh, books have come out... That's the, the only thing he bitches. Out. He bitches about these people, and I'm like, you hired them. Exactly. You're about that's, that's, how that's, terrible that's, they are, and you're the one. And everybody, hired everybody's them. bitching about all these people and, and uh, everything. It's like, well, you can look at it from two ways. Either he doesn't know anything and doesn't hire the best people, or he hired the people to really drain the swamp, and now they're trying to drain it, drain him out of it. Yeah. You know, which which way do you we want? We want it. it. Yes. So. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I guess political rant's over. I guess we'll stop there because, yeah, we're going to go for another. <laughs> and Mr. Crude's got to get out of here for too much longer. My, so We'll just be sitting here ranting and raving about Trump and my kids are sitting there in the rain, the bus stop, <laughs> waiting on Dan to come pick them up. And another thing I tell you. So, yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah. Our country's in trouble, one way or another. I, you know, and we need people. Everyone start meeting in the middle, and everyone's so divided at the moment, and it just keeps seeming like a bigger wedge gets driven. So, I had some dude. I don't know where he got our phone number from. I don't. I don't, I don't care. I don't care what your politics are. Just go vote. Nobody vote mid midterms, and this is going to be one of the most important ones yeah. ever coming up very soon yeah you know I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't care what your politics are just just vote I've got in the mail I, I'm actually looking at it for the people here at Parts Unknown but I got one in the mail for absentee balloting material you know, yeah, you, know. You, get, you get absentee ballots sent to your house how can you make oh I was too busy to go vote that Tuesday yeah. you have no excuses open up your freaking envelope and put an absentee ballot if you have to. Yep. Vote by mail. And then you actually have paper documenting that you did something 
So you can prove no collusion. Yes. <laughs> and on that note, yabble dabble. Yabble dabble do. Slam dance!